Welcome to the Naturopathic Life and Living Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Francis, where I'm going to be talking about all kinds of things underneath the sun, everything that has to do with life, living, and your healthcare. So today, I want to talk about you. That's right. I want to talk about you. I know you're not used to it. I know people don't ask that question, but as a naturopathic doctor, we do. We want to know about you. We want to know about who you are. We want to know how you feel, what you think, where you are in your life. If you're happy with your job, if your family is supportive for you, if you have friends that you can talk to and spend time with, if you can breathe, if you have that ability to just sit down and breathe. A lot of times in this culture, we're told that we need to go, 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 go. We have to get and we have to do and we have to be and we have to do all these things. Like we have this big, huge, long checklist of everything that we're responsible for. And that's true. We do. There's a lot of stuff going on, especially if you have a significant other or if you have pets or you have kids or you have parents that you're responsible for. It's a lot. It can be a lot. But the most important thing is you. I need you to understand this because without you, nothing in your world will work. Your parents won't be able to depend on you. Your kids won't be able to depend on you. Your animals won't be able to eat. They won't be able to get by. Your job won't get done. Nothing will happen if there's a problem with you. So please understand that I want you to know that you are your biggest priority. You should be your biggest priority. And anybody else that makes you feel anything other than that, ignore them. They were taught not to care about themselves. They were taught that they weren't enough. They were taught that they don't matter. And I don't want you to have that mindset. Now our culture teaches that and I don't want that to be what happens. So just keep in mind that you are your most important asset. You are the one who gets you up in the morning. You are the one who gets you ready. You are the one who has hopes and dreams. You are the one who has fears. You are the one who has responsibilities and obligations. But you're also the one who can say, hold on, wait a minute, stop, slow down breathe, and then ask yourself, what is it that I actually want? What is it that I actually want to do? What is it that I want to have? What is it that I want my life to mean? What's your sense of purpose? All of these questions are extremely important. And sometimes in the moment, we think that we don't have time to worry about any kind of stuff because there's all these other things on the checklist that have to get taken care of. And I'm saying, stop, slow down, breathe and ask yourself today, what is the most important thing that needs to get done? And if that means a bubble bath, then draw the water, put the magnesium salts in there, put the bubbles in there, put in whatever you need to do. If you need to grab a cup of wine and set it on the side of your tub, or if you need to play some soft, gentle music or whatever you need to do, then do it. Because without you, nothing in your world is going to be able to get accomplished. Nobody is going to be able to have you to depend on if you're not functioning at capacity. So, you know, the old adage, people talk about this all the time, when the oxygen masks come down in the airplane, the pilot tells you to put your mask on first, or the stewardess, whoever they are, that tells you that, tells you to put your mask on first. Well, that's because if you're not capable of taking care of yourself, you're not going to be very capable of taking care of someone else. Now, I'm a parent, and I understand what it's like to rush in and to be able to take care of the kids, right? But if I'm the parent, and I am too weak to be able to pick them up and carry them, I'm not going to be able to save them them. And then they're going to be stuck there with me, not capable of doing anything. So that doesn't really work to take care of other people before yourself. And I know that that's not how our culture teaches us. This culture in America, at least where I grew up in the Midwest, teaches that, especially for girls, you're supposed to take care of everybody else. And that's not fair. And that's not right. And I'm not really sure where that came from initially. But I want you to understand that it's wrong. Because if you're not capable of taking care of yourself, how in the world are you going to be able to take care of somebody else? And I know people can talk 
talk and they can say all kinds of different things like, well, I can take care of somebody else and neglect myself. Well, I mean, yeah, you can, but how well are you truly taking care of that other person if you don't even understand how to take care of yourself? So ask yourself, are you actually taking care of that other person or are you enabling them so that way they don't have to take care of themselves? And then you can be stuck in a codependent relationship where your needs aren't getting met either, or you think your needs have to get met by other people. Okay, so here's a controversial topic, right? Because everybody's taught that you need your other half, you need your other person in order to be whole. Well, I'm going to go back to the very beginning and say you're already whole. And why? Because that was already taken care of for you when your mother was with your father. Okay, half of you came from your mother, half of you came from your father. That part of you from your father went searching already and found that other half of itself, which was your mother's egg, which then created you. So from the moment of conception, you were whole. Half of you found your other half. So please understand you already are whole. You already are enough. You already are complete. Okay. You don't have to be feeling lost or empty or missing. If you're not with a partner, please understand that you are good enough because you're already whole. So ask yourself, what's the most important thing that needs to get accomplished today? What is it that you want to do? Where is it that you want to go? What is it that you want to have? What is it that you want to be able to feel good about because you did that? All of that stuff matters. So anybody that ever told you that you're not important enough on your own, I want you to put that aside because once you put yourself aside for the benefits of other people, that's when we start depleting ourselves, right? It makes sense. Just think of what those words are. If you put yourself to the side so that way you can take care of somebody else, are you really there for yourself? And then are you really there, right? There's always going to be parts of you that are hoping to get whatever you wanted in the past. And since that part of you never was satisfied and fulfilled, it's going to stay stuck in that moment of not having. So even if it was something when you were little, like you wanted that toy or you wanted to go to that class or you wanted to take dance lessons or you wanted to be on the hockey team or, you know, you wanted to go visit your grandfather or whatever it was. You wanted to go to the zoo and your parents never had the time to take you there. And so there's that part of you that got stuck back when you were, you know, seven or eight years old or whatever. And there's that sadness in you that never got to go to the zoo because your parents were always too busy. And so now if you're an adult and you possibly have kids and your kids want to go places and do things, you're too busy and you don't have time to take them. And so now that's being transferred to them. So instead, I'm going to go back to my question. What's the most important thing that you can accomplish today? Maybe if that's you, it's going to the zoo. Seriously, what is it that you need? What is it that you want? What is it that you've never been able to get taken care of in yourself that you crave? That's what I want you to take care of. And as a naturopathic doctor, that's one thing that we want to know about. In a conventional doctor's office, so like an MD or a DO, when you go there, they want to know what's going on. Hey, how are you today? What's the typical answer that everybody's expecting? I'm fine, right? Well, then why are you in the doctor's office? But if they say, hey, how are you? What's going on? Oh, yeah, I'm fine. Um, okay, so what's going on with you? What's what's going on? Oh, well, you see, I got this pain in my back and I got this pain in my ankle and then I, I can't sleep very well and I got this and I got that, and, right? So that's the norm. That's what we're expecting. So when the doctor asks what's wrong or what's going on with you today, we're conditioned in the society to tell them all of our travesties, all of our aches and pains. Like we're complaining, right? Because why? Because the doctor is going to fix it for us. How? By giving us a medication, right? It doesn't really work. There's so many more aspects to who we are and who you are than an ache and a pain with a complaint and a doctor giving you a medication for it. Well, for one, those medications are going to have side effects because that's just how it affects your physiology. But for another, there's so much more to you besides an ache and a pain. So when you go to a naturopathic doctor's office and we 
ask you, hey, how are you? How's it going today? We're not just asking about why are you here today? Specifically, what ache and pain are you dealing with right now? We want to know. We want to know everything about what's going on. That's why our intakes are so long, because we actually listen and we actually pay attention. We actually want to know about you. We want to know if your job is stressing you out. We want to know if your children just had something happen at school and they got an award and you're super excited about it. We not only ask about what your complaints are, but we also ask about what we call blissers. We ask about your blissers. We ask about the things that bring you joy. We ask about what makes you happy. We ask, do you have supportive friends? Like I already said, you know, we want to make sure, do you have relationships that are supportive for you? And if your relationships that you're dealing with aren't supportive for you, we want to make sure that you are the one who chooses how those relationships can work. We're going to give you some ideas on how to do that. So that brings me into autonomy. So autonomy is the ability to be able to make decisions for yourself. And the evolution of our culture from the last even 50 years has gone from a state of not being very autonomous, especially for women and children, to now where people are standing up and they're saying, hey, I matter. You know, where people are saying that the individual makes a difference and people have rights and people have personal responsibilities to themselves. And there's a whole self-help movement that started a couple decades ago where it really started going into the mainstream. So there are a lot of shifts in culture, but a lot of people still are stuck in the past of focusing on other people. And that's not going to get you where you need to be. I was at my aunt's house. I don't remember exactly what I was talking about, different things, but it was about personal choice. And she asked me, is your autonomy that important to you? Well, heck yeah. Why wouldn't it be? My question is, why is your autonomy not important to you? You're the only you that you have. So you can rely on other people. You can depend on other people, but if they don't come through for you, then what do you have? You're just going to sit there and you're going to suffer and you're going to wait because nobody is enabling you to be able to get something done. No, that's not good for your health. That's not good for your mind. That's not good for your emotions. Depend on yourself. If you're the little kid who wanted to go to the zoo, then as an adult, go to the zoo. You know, that little part of you that was eight years old that wanted to go to the zoo is going to be so excited. And then you know what? You're not going to have that sadness inside you anymore that you don't even realize that you have anymore. You've been living with that little part of you that was broken away for so long. You don't even remember that it's there, but it's going to affect everything that you do. And if you have kids, take your kids to the zoo. And if your kids don't want to go to the zoo, then go without them. Go on your own. Explore. Do the things that you've always wanted to do. People who have cancer and they actually get rid of all of their things because they have all the stress and their doctors have told them, you know what? You might as well just get your affairs in order. See what you need to do because you're on your way out. You only have so much time left, right? That's what the oncologist will say. Well, if you read any of the books by Bernie Siegel, he's an MD. He's great and amazing. He will tell you that the people that have spontaneous remissions, those are the people that sell their businesses, get rid of all their stress and take the rest of their money and go take that trip to the Caribbean that they've always wanted to do or wherever it is they want to go that they've always wanted to go. And you know what? Those people realize that they love life. They realize that they found their bliss because you know what? They finally did for themselves what they've always wanted and were always relying on somebody else to do for them, but they go and take care of it for themselves. That puts so much into themselves. So many neurochemicals go flowing through the body. So many neurochemicals that heal. So all your joy and all your bliss and all your happiness replaces all of that sadness and loneliness and disappointment. Okay. All of those things where you've put yourself to the side and you've taken care of somebody else, all of that stuff gets replaced with this amazing joy that you get to experience this beautiful wonder in the world that you've always wanted to have. Once you have that, people heal. People actually heal. And so again, 
again, I'm going to ask you, who are you? And what's the most important thing that you can accomplish today? What matters to you? What needs to get done? What's that thing that you've always, always, always wanted to do and never were able to get it? Never were able to achieve it or accomplish it. Do that today. Start it today. Take that first step towards yourself today. You'll be amazed at how that makes you feel. And then you know what? Once you reach the ability to be able to take care of yourself and fulfill your own needs yourself without having to rely on other people to do that for you, because quite honestly, they're not really going to be able to do it because they're not you and they don't exactly know how you want your stuff done and they don't know your perspective and they don't know your thinking and they don't know your story. Even if they've been your spouse for 40 years, I don't care. There's still parts of you that other people don't know. And if you actually pay attention to yourself and ask yourself and think to yourself, what is the most important thing that I need to take care of today? And you do that every day, even in just a month's time, you're going to be living a different life. You're going to be living in a different world because you're actually taking care of yourself. And then once you're at that state where you're taking care of yourself and you're getting your needs met, then you're going to be more capable of taking care of the needs of the people that are dependent on you. And then you know what? You can also teach them and show them not only by example, but because you've already experienced it and how they are able and capable of taking care of their needs for themselves. So instead of enabling somebody else and then creating this whole system and network of people who can't do anything for themselves or by themselves and don't get their needs met and so just promote sadness and being stuck and all of those other things, you can actually be the example, be the teacher, be the leader, be the person that creates the movement in everybody that you know of joy and happiness and accomplishment. Because not only have you decided for yourself that you're enough and that you matter and that what matters to you matters and that your needs should be met and can be met, but it'll show other people not only that you matter and that your needs deserve to be met and that you deserve it, but then they can internalize that and realize that they're capable of taking care of their own needs and things that they want and the things that they've always wanted to do, that they can have it and they can do it, even if they were told their whole life they can't. So autonomy is extremely important. Autonomy is your ability to be. It's your independence. It's your survival. Your autonomy is you. So if nobody's ever told you before, I'm going to tell you right now, you are important and what you want matters and what you do makes a difference. And you can show everybody in your environment that they are too. And you know what? If that doesn't go over very well and people are going to fight you, which often happens when you change who you are because it disrupts other people's lives because they're not sure how to respond around you anymore because you've already taught them how to treat you, then you can tell them goodbye. I mean, isn't your health worth it? It is. You are. All right, everybody, that ends our episode for today. I hope you were able to get some helpful information to be able to live more naturally. You can find me online at canassist.me. That's C-A-N-N-A-S-S-I-S-T dot M-E. This is Dr. Francis saying, enjoy, have fun, and until next time, bye guys. Bye.